Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello and welcome to episode number 100 of the Property Magic Podcast. Now, as it's my 100th edition, I wanted to give you something a bit special. And so I'm going to share with you my 26 top tips to help you with your property investing and life in general. Why 26? Well, this month marks the anniversary of my 26 years as a property investor. And I've done pretty well over that time, but I've also made lots of mistakes. And this is the kind of list I would give myself if I was starting again. Now, if you were a regular listener to this podcast, I'm sure you will have heard some of these tips before. However, if you listen carefully, I'm sure you'll also hear lots of golden nuggets. So in no particular order, here we go. First tip is make sure you value your time. Time is your most valuable asset. And I see a lot of investors waste their time doing things themselves, which they should get other people to help them with. Robert Kiyosaki's got a great saying in his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. He says, poor people will spend their time to save money. Whereas rich people, we spend our money to save time. And the more money you make, you realize that time is absolutely your most valuable asset. Now that links to point number two, tip number two, which is don't try and do everything yourself. When you first start investing in property, you're probably trying to do everything. And there's some things you're good at and you enjoy, some things you're not so good at and don't enjoy. And my recommendation would be get other people to help you with the things you're not good at, or the things you don't enjoy. For example, many, many property investors will manage their own properties. Nothing wrong with that, and you can absolutely do several properties without too much time and effort. But as you grow your portfolio, you'll find you'll spend more and more time managing and less time buying. It's what I call the landlord trap. I certainly fell into that. And I realized that by getting other people to do the management of my property, that would free up my time, going back to point one again, And so it would allow me to actually spend time focusing on buying properties, which is where you make a lot more money than actually managing them. So make sure you get other people to help you. That also links to tip number three, which is pay professionals to help you. Let's say you want to put in a planning application. You could work out how to do it yourself or you get a planning consultant to help you. I would much rather pick up the phone to one of my team pay them for their advice and the job gets done much better and much quicker than if I try and bodge it on my own. I understand a little bit about planning, but I'm not an expert. Likewise, I get my letting agents to manage my properties. If I have a bad tenant, I don't try and evict them myself. I get a professional to do it for me. So recognize you have a property business, pay experts to help you. That links nicely to number four, which is invest in yourself and never stop learning. I started investing in my alternative education back in 1998, over 20 years ago, and I believe investing in myself is the very best investment I make, followed very closely by investing in property. I currently spend about £50,000 a year in my own personal development, and I know the more I spend on myself, the more successful I've become. I would not be where I am now, worth what I am now, if I hadn't been investing in myself. 
Very often, people like to try and learn things for free, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's lots of great free information in this podcast, in my YouTube channel, etc. The only problem is there comes a time we need to put a stake in, in the ground and really invest in yourself. And that also makes you more investable as well. Number five is constantly work on your mindset and your beliefs. I know a lot of people who kind of know what to do, but their mindset or their poor mindset hold them back and their limiting beliefs hold them back. And it's something that we all need to work on. I believe your success, 80% of it is down to your mindset. So constantly work on your mindset. Number six is build your network. Your network is your net worth. You know, if I lost everything tomorrow, I'm convinced I'll be able to get where I want to get to much quicker again because of the network, the people I've met along the journey. Now, it's sometimes hard to keep in touch with people and I'm not as good at it as I would like to be, uh, particularly over COVID, a, a lot of people I didn't see for a long time. But I promise you, having a quality network, people you've met, people you connect with, you know, I've learned some amazing things in my network. I've grown my business through my network. Your network really is your net worth. Number seven, mix with like-minded people. As you become more successful, there are fewer and fewer people around you in your family and friends and work colleagues who will get and understand what you're trying to achieve. And sometimes they might even kind of pull you back because they don't want to lose you. You need to surround yourself with like-minded people who are going to stimulate you, who are going to encourage you, who think like you as well. And by the way, when you get into groups, you want to make sure you're not the smartest person in the group. You want to be learning from other people in the group. Number eight is raise your profile. With the advent of social media, it's very, very easy to let people know who you are and what you're doing. And it's a great way to attract opportunities to you. So make sure you're using social media to raise your profile. A lot of investors, they want to be very quiet and not tell people what they're doing in case it doesn't work. Well, that links very nicely to point number nine, which is tell everybody what you do. Don't be shy about your property investing. And if you work for someone else, I understand you might not want to call it a property business, but at work, as far as your work colleagues are concerned, you've got a new hobby, which is your investing. But in your mind, you must actually see your investing as a business. But tell everyone what you do. And don't assume everyone knows that you're a property investor. There are family, friends, people who maybe could help you because they've got money in the bank doing nothing for them. Or maybe they've got properties they need to sell, but they don't know how you can help them unless you tell them. So never make an assumption. Um, number 10 is have an open mind. Now, this applies to all sorts of things. This is have an open mind to new strategies, new ways of doing things. Have an open mind when you speak to a, a motivated seller. Um, and, you know, just be open to things that there's always a better way of doing things. You might be doing them right now. That links nicely, nicely into number 11, which is never make assumptions. A mistake I see property investors make all the time, they assume what a seller might want to do with their property. You need to ask great questions and that links nicely into number 12, which is you need to listen carefully. When you're speaking to sellers, they will give you so much information if only you listen to them and you can work out, you can work out what they want 
And if you can give them what they want, they're far more likely to give you what you want. So listen carefully to people. Number 13, set yourself goals. Work out what do you actually want to achieve and then write it down. By putting a stake in the ground, you're giving clarity to your mind, your subconscious to help work towards those goals. Number 14 is use deadlines to get things done. I don't know about you. I'm a busy guy. I've got lots going on in my life and I have to give myself deadlines and that's how I get things done. If I need to produce this podcast by a certain date, it's always done just before the deadline. So you can use artificial deadlines to get things done quickly. You just need to prioritize from your goals what are the most important things to do. Number 15, look to add value to other people. Again, if you can help other people, if you can give them what they want, you're far more likely to get what you want. The more value you can add in society, the wealthier you will become. Number 16, when dealing with people, always look for the win-win. If you try and screw people over or take advantage of people, you know, it will come back to bite you. I'm a great believer in karma. You want to put lots of good karma out there, have the mindset that you're always looking for a mutually beneficial win-win scenario. If you can't get a win-win, it's not worth doing the deal. Number 17 is have a positive expectation in life. I believe that things are going to work out. Now, there are challenges, there are problems, things go wrong all the time, but I believe that actually it's going to be okay. And I look for the positive in every situation. Number 18, when you make mistakes, and you will make mistakes, look for the lessons. You know, we all make mistakes. That's kind of how we learn. However, you don't want to make the same mistakes again. So look for the lessons, the learning you get when you make mistakes to make sure you don't make the same mistakes again. Number 19, it's even smarter to learn from other people's mistakes. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to do everything yourself. This is where it links back to, I guess, number four, which is investing yourself and educating yourself because you don't have to work out how to be a successful investor all on your own. There are lots of other people who've done it before you and you just have to follow what they've done. So learn from other people's mistakes, which means you can avoid those sometimes very expensive mistakes. Number 20 is focus. Follow one course until successful. Too many people have a scattergun approach. They try and do too many things and they don't get results. You need to focus when you've decided what you want, focus on that until you get the results. But the caveat is don't be too tunnel visioned. You might have one particular strategy. Maybe you want to do rent to rent, for example, and you're looking for rent to rent deals. And if you're just saying to landlords, yeah, I just want to rent your property, you're closing down the possibility that maybe they might want to sell a property. And if you're writing to them and saying, yeah, I want to rent your property, but you don't mention buying it, if someone wants to actually sell a property to you, well, they're not going to contact you because they don't think you're in the market. They think you just want to rent it, which isn't right for them. Number 21, get your cash flow in first in place first of all. Um, when you're investing in property, you need to get cash flow coming in. That's what most people want to achieve from their investing. They want to replace their income, build this alternative income coming in. And during COVID, we all saw how important that might be because many people who had really good income in a job suddenly lost that income. So get cash flow coming in first before you do other projects like development, which are all about making big chunks of cash, but they don't give you cash flow. Number 22, always make an offer 
on every single property you view. Now you might think, yeah, but I, I can't buy everything I view. I don't want to buy everything I view. No, I get that. But there will be a price at which every property you view is a great deal. Now, if you make lots of offers and many of them are low, many of them will not be accepted. But you will be amazed at how many offers are accepted. Now, by the way, when you make an offer, you don't really want someone to say yes. You kind of want them to say no, because if you make an offer and they say yes, guess what? It means you've paid too much for that property. So make lots of offers, know that you are going to get lots of no's. And then tip number 23, you've definitely heard this before if you've listened to this podcast, is make sure you follow up. Because most people will say no straight away. You need to follow up on a regular basis. If you do this one thing from this list of 26 items, you will do more deals than the average investor because over time, sellers become more motivated. You might make an offer now. They're not really motivated. They reject your offer. Most investors would just move on to the next opportunity. You need to make sure you have a system and a process to regularly follow up with other people. Number 24 is don't worry about things that you can't control. Don't worry about things that you can't control. Now, that's easier said than done. We have a lot of fears and worries about things. And a lot of those fears are just things in our head, our imagination. You've got to be very careful about not letting fear holding you back. Number 25 is stop comparing yourself to other people. And this is something that people do. They see other people on social media doing very well. Well, I wouldn't believe everything you see on social media. Very often people are painting a rosy picture. Um, so stop comparing yourself to other people. You are on your journey and you will get where you want to get to as long as you follow some of these tips and you, you know, have a clear goals and you use deadlines and you focus. You will get there. And number 26 is a personal message from me to you. And that is believe in yourself. You can do it. In fact, you could do anything you want to do, but you have to believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, well, no one's going to believe in you. And sometimes when things go wrong, or sometimes if you don't have experience or knowledge, you think, can I really do this? Well, if other people have done it, there's no reason why you can't do it as well. And you probably are better than you think you are. So believe in yourself. The very fact you're listening to something like this podcast separates you from the vast majority of people who, who think what they've got in life is their lot. Well, I think you could have more. You can be more if you want. You've just got to believe in yourself and your ability to get there. So I do hope these 26 tips about property and life in general have been useful for you. If you've enjoyed this web, uh, this podcast, uh, I've got a request and a recommendation as usual. First of all, recommendation is make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Every Tuesday, we come out with a new episode and hopefully it's full of some information that's going to help you become a more successful investor. And the second is a request. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I'd love it if you can give me a five-star review and put what you like from this podcast. If you go to the list of all the episodes, scroll right to the bottom, there's normally your opportunity for you to leave a review. I'd really appreciate that. It means more people will see and find the podcast and hopefully also benefit from it. So until next time, remember to always invest with knowledge 
investor skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.